and welcome to Convo Around the Cove, the show that keeps you in the conversation about your city of Green Cove Springs. I'm Public Information Officer Tiffany Kelly, and today I'm here with Planning and Zoning Director Mike Daniels. I know that your department has been busy with planning how the city's streets, buildings, and businesses will look in the future with the 2045 Comprehensive Plan Update. A few other plans have sprung out of discussions about the comp plan update, including one we will be talking about today, the downtown master plan. But before we get into that, can you briefly explain these other plans that the city is working on and how they were brought up in comp plan update discussions? Sure. Um, essentially, as, as we've talked about in the past, the comp plan or the comprehensive plan is the foundation for how the city will look and how the city will function over a 20-year period. It is a plan that's very uh, that, that that emphasizes what the vision and what the intent is for the city moving forward, but it isn't as focused on a lot of the details. So within that, um, the plan identifies a number of future steps that need to be taken in order to create the vision that is emphasized in the plan. So out of that came a number of different plans and studies. Um, that the city is embarking on. And those include uh, the US 17 corridor plan, which is where the city is working with the transportation planning organization to look at improving the US 17 corridor through this through the downtown area, with the intent being that we want to ensure that as you, you know, come in and as you leave the city, that once you come into the city, that you've come into a destination. You're no longer just an unincorporated Clay County, but you're within the city limits of Green Cove Springs. To Mm -hmm. that end, we're looking at potentially narrowing the roadway, adding additional landscaping, uh, and creating a much more pedestrian-friendly environment. In addition, we're also looking at the downtown parking study. As the city continues to grow, Uh, We need to ensure that we can accommodate that growth, but at the same time, ensure that there is adequate parking for everyone who wants to come to Spring Park and um, the other uh, amenities within the downtown area. Another key plan that we're looking at that was identified in the comprehensive plan is the Walnut Street redesign. You know, Walnut Street is a key is a key street. Obviously, it, it takes you from US 17 right to Spring Park, and then on the west side, uh, again, you have a, a really a you know a key retail area. So, you know, one of the intents of the downtown or of the Walnut Street redesign was to um, look at widening the sidewalks so that we can create more pedestrian activity. Potentially, have restaurants that can have uh, on street dining. Uh, again, to create more activity and to create that sense of place that we're trying to create within uh, the city. A couple of other plans um, that we're looking at is as we continue to get more growth, we want to ensure that new development will pay their fair share of uh, impacts to our transportation network. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're creating the transportation mobility plan. And in addition, we're looking at uh, economic development incentives to ensure that we have ways to retain our existing businesses and to attract new businesses. Wow, cool, cool. And uh, I mean, it sounds like uh, a lot of different plans that, that came out of one plan. <laughs> is, that, is that something that uh, normally happens uh, during the process of creating a comprehensive plan for municipalities? Yes, I, the key element to the comprehensive plan is that it sets that foundation and that um, all of the other work related to growth and development in the city uh, is consistent with that foundation. You know, one of the concerns you have with, uh, you know, 
planning and is certainly city planning and county planning is that you don't want to spend a lot of resources and spend a lot of time focusing on plans that counteract other plans that you've done or that are inconsistent with those plans. Mm. You want to try to create a system whereby all of the all of the plans, all the new plans that are created are complementing the work that's already been completed. That way, uh, number one, you're achieving your vision, uh, but you're also being more efficient with your resources. Well, cool, cool. Well, I mean, now that we've covered the bigger picture a little bit with these plans, what is the purpose specifically of the downtown master plan and what needs will it address? Well, the downtown master plan serves as a guide for development projects and sets forth the city's vision for the future of the downtown area. So again, it's many of the same ideals behind the creation of the comp plan, only at a much smaller scale. So for example, the downtown area uh, is defined on our map as the area between Bay Street um, to the south and up to Gum Street to the north and then over to the west of uh, Green Street uh, on Ferris uh, on Ferris um, to the west and out to St. John's River to the east. Um, so we're looking specifically at that area. And some of the uh, objectives behind the downtown master plan is creating a branding and wayfinding plan for the city. Also uh, creating a retail action plan, and that'll be based on a demographic and market analysis of the area to help us define, you know, what our needs and what our demands are of our, our retail, and then to be able to plan accordingly. Also to identify key uh, redevelopment or catalytic sites where, you know, we can look at specific sites that potentially could be redeveloped, and they can kind of set the tone for the rest of the development in, in the downtown area. And also, um, you know, setting the foundation or setting the framework for the creation of a form-based code, which what a form-based code is, is um, it's, it's similar to our, our conventional zoning uh, ordinance, but in ter- instead of focusing predominantly on the different uses uh, within the downtown area, it focuses on the form or the design in, in, in terms of focusing on on the look and feel of the, the development pattern. That shouldn't be confused with the fact that uses are still a, a, an important component of that. Mm-hmm. But the over, the larger uh, issue is focusing on how the city will look and how it will function, you know, for both, you know, uh, residents of the community as well as for visitors. And when you say uh, how the city will look and function, is it more of a of an aesthetic sort of appeal, like like every like the buildings looking a certain way and the sidewalks and streets looking a certain way, or is it does it focus more on you know what types of businesses are in there? Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And and obvi- obviously it has to be both um, mm-hmm. because number one, one of the the key elements of form based is how it looks. So there will be requirements in terms of, you know, what the building look lo- looks like, you know, in terms of will they have transparency or windows in the front? Where will access be located? You know, we don't want the back of buildings to be facing streets. Right. Um, what's the roof, roof line going to look like? Again, you know, certain buildings, you know, there's certain building types that are appropriate in say industrial areas that wouldn't be appropriate in the downtown area. Right. So that's a key element of, of the form part, form-based code, but it is also obviously important how everything's going to function. And that's where use still comes into play. So there are certain uses that wouldn't be able to function correctly in a downtown area. Um, so all of that will be taken into account, but the real difference is it, it, it's a higher focus on 
on those aesthetics, on, on what, what the downtown area will look like. Well, it, it sounds like uh, these plans cover a lot. And through the council's uh, discussion of the comprehensive plan update and more recently these, you know, the parking study and the um, Walnut Street redesign plans, the discussions on those, um, I feel like uh, for a lot of people, there is this sort of confusion of these plans being like the blueprint or, you know, the project, like this is what the city will be doing. But um, from my understanding, and if you could clear it up a little bit, um, you know, these plans are really about being more of a of a guideline or a toolkit where, where actual specific projects will be coming out of these plans, right? Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's one of those things that it, it, it goes down the line. You know, you have the comprehensive plan, which is, you know, which is heavily focused on the vision, on the intent of the plan without as much detail. But then as you, as you begin to put together more plans, such as the downtown master plan, mm-hmm. more of those details are located within the plans. Um, so it goes from, you know, general and very visionary to, you know, more detailed oriented and more specific. Um, this isn't the final level because obviously the next step would be, and a key part of this is to then look at our existing zoning requirements and make sure that we're being consistent with the uh, intent and the policies that are created as part of the downtown master plan. So that's where you start to get even more specific with the specific requirements. So this is kind of an intermediary step. But again, the key is to try to tie them all together so that they're all complementing one another and they're not working against each other. Okay, okay. So so once this uh, downtown master plan is complete, whatever's in that plan will really dictate um, the kind of like zoning and and look of buildings and and like development of downtown um, moving forward. Exactly, exactly, oh, okay. and it, and it'll get uh, like I said, we will need to go back and, and update the zoning code. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it, it'll be based on the intent and and what's what comes out of of the downtown master plan. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Well, I know that part of this process uh, in creating the downtown master plan is uh, Charette Week, which will be from January 24th through 28th. So that's that's coming up in a couple weeks. Could you uh, talk about, uh, you know, Charette Week and what, what that will cover and how Green Cove residents and business owners can get involved during that time? Certainly. Um, you know, one of the goals behind the creation of the Downtown Master Plan, obviously, is to create a, a, long, a quality, long-lasting vision for what we want for our downtown plan. But at the same time, you know, there is an urgency to, to, to have this plan completed so that as, you know, developers and property owners as well as uh, residents can, can understand the direction that we're headed in for the city. Um, so with that in mind, uh, we worked with our uh, consulting firm to create Charette Week, which can kind of truncate a lot of the uh, public engagement process into one week, hmm. thereby being more efficient with, with our time, but also ensuring that we do hear from a wide range of our uh, residents and our, and our uh, elected officials, as well as our staff members, so that everyone is involved in uh, the development of this plan. So with that, that in mind, we created the, the Charette Week. And, you know, what we'll be doing with the Charette Week is we're going to have three public meetings. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have the public kickoff meeting, which will occur on Monday uh, of that week. And this is where our consultant will um, set forth the objectives behind the downtown master plan. And, um, you know, 
let everyone uh, you know hear from the, the community to determine what are some of the what are what are some of the, the concerns and what are some of the issues that are facing the city then on Wednesday after after not only meeting at the public kickoff but also having stakeholder stakeholder meetings um, on Monday and Tuesday and also meeting with staff they'll unveil their preliminary um, you know, uh, vision and design for the city. Hmm. And that'll be an opportunity again to get feedback from not only the elected officials, but but the public. Then they'll go back based on those comments, put together changes as needed. And then on Friday, they will have one last public meeting where they'll unveil their, their, their final design plan based on all of the feedback that they've received. Cool, cool. And uh, and as I understand it, uh, all three of these meetings will be uh, taking place in the council chambers in uh, City Hall? That's correct. Cool. And and if for any reason uh, someone can't attend um, this these meetings in person, is there another way that they can still give, give their opinion about uh, downtown and, and what they'd like to see included in the plan? Uh, yes, people can attend those meetings virtually as well. And there is the opportunity to do that. A website has been created for the downtown master plan, and um, we can provide that uh, information to everyone. And from there, uh, residents can go on, uh, and they, then they can uh, can can uh, they can participate virtually mm-hmm. at any of those meetings. It'll also provide them the opportunity to make comments uh, directly on the website at any time, um, so that they can participate. Great, great. And of course, uh, details for all these meetings will be posted on the city website and um, on the city social media pages. And uh, the website for uh, the downtown master plan um, is currently live and a link to that will also um, be easily available on the uh, city's website homepage. So after Charette Week, uh, what's the next steps for the downtown master plan? The next steps after uh, Charette Week is for um, our consultant to work with city staff to compile all of the data that was obtained through the uh, public engagement process, which of course includes the Charette uh, Week, as well as all of the existing conditions analysis, all of the market analysis, and take all of that information um, to create the downtown master plan. Um, As I mentioned a little bit earlier, also as part of that process, they'll be creating the foundations for the creation of a form-based code, which will also be included in the downtown master plan. They will then take that information for a final presentation um, to city council uh, in April of this year. Well, great, great. Well, uh, I know we've talked a lot about these plans uh, so far today, but can you explain to our listeners, you know, what roles do plans like this downtown master plan uh, play when it comes to you know, the future vision of the city and what kinds of projects the city takes on in the future? Sure. Um, having a having a plan, uh, having a master plan such as this makes it very easy for staff to be able to convey to developers and to property owners what our vision is and then what our expectations are um, regarding future growth uh, in the city. It is also critical in terms of being able to update our existing regulations, again, to ensure that we have that consistency from the comprehensive plan to the downtown master plan and then to the zoning ordinance or any other regulations that impact growth and development. So this is a key cog 
in the creation of the, of the type of vision, the type of downtown that we all want. And it also makes it very easy for the development community because they can see firsthand, you know, visually and through all of the information compiled in the master plan mm-hmm. to determine exactly what the city wants to be as they move forward. So it makes it, it's really a helpful process um, for all involved. Well, um, I think that's all the time we have for today. Uh, thanks for taking the time to explain all these plans to our listeners, Mike. I, I know that you know your department has been working really hard on the comp plan update as well as the downtown master plan, parking study, Walnut Street redesign. <laughs> you know all of all of these visions that you know we're we're working on this year for the, for the future of the city. Thank you very much for having me. And thank you for joining Convo Around the Cove. You can listen to episodes on Buzzsprout, Spotify, and Stitcher. Keep an eye out on the city's social media for our next discussion topic. Send your questions to City of Green Cove Springs Government on Facebook and at GCS Today on Twitter. And remember, it wouldn't be a conversation without you. Send any topic suggestions about city projects or about city government to City of Green Cove Springs Government on Facebook and at GCS Today on Twitter. Talk to you later!